Hey, everybody, and welcome into Casual Relief Adore Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Ben, joined as always with Michael and Matt. But a very, very special addition to the crew tonight. Uh, one of Door Disc Golf's own, uh, owner of the shop, Caden Stalky. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thanks for asking. How's everybody? I'm doing so good. All right, guys. Do you ever be driving in your car, you know, maybe like 10, 20 minutes, and then you're just ripping farts left and right, just ripping them. And then you get out of your car because you're just like, you got to do something like today. I had to go get my mail. And then I came back up to my car to go get my like lunch box and stuff that was in my front seat. And I opened up the door and I'm just like, Michael, you stink. You ever do that? Uh, I do that, but I don't tell people <laughs> on a live podcast, live audience. Like, <laughs> Good to good to know yeah, we're going already, off the rails. It's nice already and early derailed. Tonight. It's all over. <laughs> all I can say is I I greatly appreciate pooping cough conversations. So and yes, I've been blasting my eyebrows off for the last couple of weeks pretty good. And it's it's kind of like a, a shame, you know, you just like I gotta go take a bath or something. <laughs> I'm dirty. I gotta go to church. <laughs> that's how i'm doing i'm doing great you know there are days when i regret doing this podcast or like why do i why did i in, invite my or put myself into this world and right now i'm kind of having that I moment don't th- i don't think that, you are, truly this is supposed to be a disc golf podcast then this might be the first we thing we and only thing we ever agree upon on the podcast i'm sorry but carpe diem sees the carp thank you very much <laughs> Oh my god! You guys want to talk about yeah. disc golf? Like, I think that's, that's why people are here. Please. That's why people have like Please. tuned in. Um, two, two. We'll do two questions to start off. Then we'll get into our main segment, which is we are doing a snake draft um, tonight. Uh, we'll get more into that in a bit. And then, as always, we will end the show with buy or sell. Um, my first question for you guys is: What is the hardest thing in disc golf? Um, I would say just mental focus um, and just mental fortitude throughout a round in general. Uh, one of the things I struggle with a lot, if you're having a rough round or if you're just having a bad go of things, just getting your head in the right space and, um, you know, just to keep pushing through the round. Yeah, I could go off of that as well. Um, I definitely think headspace. I agree with Matt. That's probably number one. Um in terms of focus, that's something I definitely struggle with. But uh, I think one of the biggest things is just, you know, keeping that positive mindset and not letting, you know, a bad shot really influence the entire round. Um, I'm going to say in, in the more technical form of the game, uh, throwing a shot that just stays straight. and <laughs> Stays straight and yes. stays straight and finishes straight. Um you know, also, I think in the same kind of vein as the technicality of that is also throwing that late flipping hyzer flip shot where you throw it hard on a hyzer, it gets up to flat, stays flat for a very long part of the flight, and then finishes to the right for a right-handed backhand player. Um, yeah, that's probably the hardest thing in the game for me. Yeah. Uh, if we're going technical things, if anybody has any forehand tips... Uh, I am absolutely garbage at them. 
For for me, the uh, the hardest thing in disc golf is putting a grip rain fly on. That's your back. true. Yeah, <laughs> that's really also true. true. Um, so that kind of is just a good segue into our next kind of conversation that Michael wanted to talk about. Um, it's gonna it's gonna snow. It's gonna snow uh, and rain tomorrow uh, for our first tournament of the year. Um, so I'm put I put a grip rain fly uh, on my bag heading into tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, Michael, do you want to kind of introduce us into this next yeah, segment? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this next next little question I have for you guys. Um, is what do you do the night before a tournament to prepare for your rounds the next day? Um, I'm huge into um, just making sure all my stuff is like set out, ready to go, looking at the weather, um, hyper-focused on the weather um, to see what's going to happen, what's going to come. Um, then I'm adjusting my bag based on that. You know, am I adding discs? Am I taking discs out? Just switching discs in. Um, and then using my like heating pad and my massage gun to really like loosen up my shoulder and, um, get ready for the, yeah, fancy, fancy. Um, after shoulder surgery, just, I struggle to keep that loose and such. So, um, just really taking the time the night before to make sure it's all stretched out. Good to go. Okay. 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 I like that. I do a whole lot of nothing guys. I mean, I do the, the pretty standard of just like, grab my disc but like i don't know i'm probably like an anomaly that like i do look at the weather to know how to dress but like my bag's my bag like i don't feel like for me trying to mix in things especially if i've been working on something for a while and i think for like as you guys know and i'm sure i'm sure listeners know that i'm on the lone star ranger team so like this is the first true event that i'm playing with like a full lone star bag so like I'm trying to dial that in and then to try and like mix some things around that I haven't thrown is probably going to be difficult. So just kind of a set it and forget it. Like just got my stuff kind of ready to go, but nothing like super crazy. Like I'll probably just stretch out when I get to the course and get some putts up, but that'll be yeah. about it. I mean, for me, I mean, Michael, Michael and I talked about it before the show. Uh, I'm an over preparer and an underperformer. So my life motto in a nutshell. That's awesome. I, um, when I the, the night before, usually I try I try to pay attention to. Um, I mean, the weather obviously is the weather is obviously a, an important variable, but uh, the the main thing for me is the wind speeds. If I know that it's going to be a pretty windy day, uh, the most important thing is I like to throw a lot of flippier stuff. I like to work with hyzer flips. So, um, like when we did the fall classic in October. I basically was throwing something that I was throwing a warbird a lot more than I've ever thrown. And it was just something I knew it, you know, it wasn't going to flip over and dump hard to the right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> say I like to eat a good healthy dinner night before, you know, get a good dose of veggies in, um, drink plenty of water, get hydrated up and nice and ready. Um, and then I, I go through my bag, depending on the course. Um, if I need to stable up in some areas, I can stable up. Um, and then also on the same point, if the wind is down, I'll, uh, I'll stable down a little bit and get my flippier stuff, get max distance going, rock that out. Yeah, big time. 
if the groups aren't posted, one of my favorite things to do is just try and guess the PDGA live uh, passcode just so I can see who I'm playing with and where I'm playing. Because then I'll just check UDISC and figure it out and just try and do some, some like, this selection before. Uh, it's just a fun random game to play to try and guess something. I like, I like that. that. I like that. But that's it. That's, that's that anything my, else. That's question, so. Right on. All right. Uh, so tonight's main segment, we're doing a snake draft. Uh, we are drafting our ideal disc golf day. There are uh, category five categories we got to pick. Um, and just like true snake draft style, if something's off the board, it is off the board and you got to pick something else. Um, we have to pick a, uh, a beverage, a snack, a uh, a course, a doubles dream doubles partner, which I've heard might have been open to interpretation, which is going to be fun. And yeah, then I ran um, with that one. And then uh, the last one was a DDO walkout song. Um, so I'm going to do a random order uh, generator on my phone. This will randomize the order. Uh, if you have the fourth pick, you will go. Uh, you will go twice, and then it'll come back. Sweet. So true yep. snake draft style. So I am pressing it right now, and the order is. I will hold this it up to the camera. Rigged. The it's order rigged. is already rigged. It's not the order. The order is Ben, Matt, Caden, oh, and Michael. Oh, uh, this is so bad. So Michael is oh going to <laughs> get wrecked, Michael. So. So get your get your draft boards ready. Uh, Michael, do you have a writing utensil and you want to write down all the picks? Uh, no, but I can quick go get one. I'll be right back. <clears throat> all right. Well, Michael's going over that. We will go over the order again just one more time. It's going to be myself, Matt, Caden, and Michael. Michael will go twice. And so he will end round one, and he will start round two. Round two it will then be Michael, Caden, Matt, and myself. And then I will kickstart it off again in round three. Uh, just to remind everybody again of the the core it's the categories it's course drink snack doubles partner and uh walkouts just to clarify we can pick uh, like any of them at any time or are we doing it in order yeah okay. you do not have to pick it in you do not have to pick it in a particular yeah, order the love so um, it's it's ben matt Caden, michael yes ben matt Caden, michael yep um so i am going first i have the first overall pick no and I am going to pick doubles partner, and I'm going to pick Kenny the champ. Ooh. Nice. Oh boy. So if you're on a quest to win in doubles, I'm going Kenny the champ. Okay. Nice. How do we feel? We'll talk about everybody's pick. How do you feel about that? Is that a one-one? Is that a first overall pick in your book? How do you feel nah. about it? He's, no, I don't he's know. I mean, he's, I was curious to say, like, remember, outside of like him having. Remember, don't tip picks. Outside, don't tip picks. If you think that something's better, don't tip outside picks. Outside of. He's off my board. Yeah, he's not on my board. Yeah, my person isn't even a disc golfer for my number one. <laughs> I like so. it. I love it. Oh, yeah, all right, yeah all right. it's. Uh, I'm going right. to keep you on your toes. Nice. All right, Matt. I'm going to go. Right. Uh, so, my second pick, pick one, two. Uh, I'm going snack. And really thought about taking trail mix on this one, um, but not gonna like. not gonna go trail mix. Um, I'm gonna go beef jerky. Um, yeah. You know, uh, no free ads, yeah. but there's a disc golfer that does some really good beef jerky out there that uh, you know 
Good stuff. Good that's stuff. right. No free ads, but that's not that's not that's not a, a one two. That's available later. No, on. I really think so. Yeah. I, I don't get monetized. That's, that's in yeah. my top. Jerky's available oh, later on. That's in my top. There was yeah, it's it King Climo. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Whoever I or whoever you pick. And me and Kenny the Champ are beating whoever you Ooh. pick because we have 12 world titles between Whoa, the hey, two of us. It's best disc golf day having the most fun, all right? Yeah, you don't know about we all. That. You know what's fun? You know what's fun? <laughs> Winning. And as we established last week, you hate fun. <laughs> all right. So, That's awesome. Ben's mad he didn't get beef jerky. Caden, what's your pick? <laughs> no, no, I'm not mad. I just think that's available in round four. Okay. Um, okay, so I can still, whatever my first pick would be. Um, I say my first pick would have to be the course to play at. And uh, I'm going to have to go with the North Las Vegas Municipal Disc Golf Course. It's, uh, it's just a nine-holer. And uh, it's also a ball golf course, but they've got stadium lighting everywhere. Can and play at uh, all times of day. It's yeah, it's it's a it's a it's blast. Stellar. It's so stellar. I I could play that, play those nine over and over again. I like it. That's a, that's a good that's pick. A very that's good a, pick. That's a that's a that is a, that is a fantastic. Uh-huh. No context. Have no idea what it looks like. Thank but you. If you love it, I love it. Google it. <laughs> you just Google, Google it. I drove... You just yell at me to Google it. You're fine. <laughs> well, we we drove by it when I was out at LVC, and just the fact that there are stadium lights and you can play disc yeah, golf oh, yeah. at night. Yeah. And it's they open until like 11 p.m. Buy, buying yeah. that all day. Boom. We walked on uh, two years ago, and Owen Scoggins and Sarah Holcomb were actually doing a clinic there. Ooh. Oh, wow. It was, it was pretty cool Ooh. to sneak on there and... There was a big group of people, That's but sweet. we were trying to okay, throw around okay. them and over them. All right. Um, my number one overall pick is going to be Gatorade Arctic Blitz. For all Ooh, you out Gatorade. there, it's a light, it's a light green Gatorade. Oh. What? Are uh-huh. <laughs> okay, we need to establish some rules, though. Is other flavors of Gatorade on the board. I just no, want to Gatorade, establish this Gatorade right is now. off the board. So there's no Gatorade, Gatorade off, off the board. No, you're... Okay, okay. I guess that makes it more difficult. We're just... Yeah. And I like yeah, that. I, I would say Gatorade so, off the board. I'm fine with that. Okay. But I... Okay. okay. Uh, and then my second pick, I'm going to go with my doubles partner, and I'm going Paul McBass. Okay. All right. So, they're <laughs> going they're going hard it. for the win. Cool. Whatever. Me and Kenny the Champ will still be Absolutely beat not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely save not. It, save it for your buy or sell at the end of the day, boys. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny the Champ would have 40 world or forty majors if he gets to play in the number of majors. If he gets to play in the number of majors that Paul's played in. Oh, my goodness. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, hard sell. All right, Caden. <laughs> That's not the right, segment. That's not the segment. Let's go, Caden. <laughs> Second round. Play. Okay. Well, all right. Since you guys are talking about doubles partners, I'll give you my, mine, my number one doubles partner, non-disc golfer, not alive, Mister yeah. Rogers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Well done. That's because when it when it comes to uh, smoking a tree, this guy is probably going to sing me some super happy, generous song. It's going to make me feel mm-hmm. good. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to throw my alternate out there since it's not realistic for Mr. Rogers. It would have to be Leah Sinajini having to do with, uh, you know, she's got a really good attitude. She's a really nice person. And I think it would be a lot of fun to play yeah, with her. Yeah, for real. And she throws Dillos. Uh-huh. Yeah, fellow Dillo thrower. The T is silent. <laughs> All right. All right, um, All right man. <laughs> well, I, I've got some options here. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to round out the um, doubles partners here, even though I don't necessarily have to, because um, everyone else has taken theirs. But um, I'm going to go with... Uh, Nate Sexton, um, and I'm going Nate Sexton Ooh. for the the lack of a forehand I have, and I feel like he's got my back when I get bodied by my friends during disc golf rounds. Um, yeah, the guy can whip, quite a the guy can whip back uh, any kind of like insult or comeback or whatever. That quick wit, uh, I need that yeah. for my own for my own sake. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, you do get bodied. Yeah, he is rapid fire. Yeah. Help me, Papa Nate. <laughs> All right, Ben. All right. Coming around for me for two. I'm going snack. I'm going to take trail mix. Yeah, booze. Seems like a good choice. And then I'm going uh, walkout song. Uh, Seven Nation yeah, that's, Army. That's, that's, that's great. That's great. Those are, those are my two picks. I think, like, talking about just something to get a, a crowd going. Seven Nation Army. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, that's like the ultimate chest thumper. Get your you get your blood uh-huh. pumping. For sure. Um, All right, Matt. <clears throat> I am gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with the drink, um, and I'm gonna go with the strawberry lemonade body armor. Um, so just body armor. Just Ooh. body armor. Yeah, but specifically, yeah. if we're gonna narrow it down, just thinking body armor. Uh, strawberry lemonade. So good. So good. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I will pick my walkout song. Mm-hmm. I kind of struggled with this one. I think I've got like a playlist basically listed. But in our conversation, I mentioned uh, Wooly Bully mm-hmm. by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. That's probably one of my favorite songs to kind of pick up the mood and i think it'd be pretty fun to tee off too okay okay i like it bully 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 (laughs) (laughs) wonderful and we gotta we gotta we gotta end it there otherwise we're gonna get flagged by the youtube guys big time (laughs) oh whoops um i'm picking bring them out by ti for my walkout song Oh, uh-huh. that's a jam. Uh-huh. That's a jam. That's a banger uh-huh. and a slap. Uh huh. Get me go. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Matt. Matt looks like he's never heard that song a day in his life <laughs> right now. The look he's just giving into the camera was a blank with a blank stare. Uh, you all know how I feel about songs and my knowledge of songs, so. Uh, my stare there is an accurate representation of all music. 
which you'll find oh, on my walkout when I do mine. <laughs> oh, gosh. What is it? Hot cross buns? <laughs> no, we don't tip picks on the show. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to help you out, my friend. Tina comes on the podcast once and just absolutely bodies him oh. on the top rope. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I just happened to listen to the most recent episode and I, I heard you don't like fun and I just had to add something to the list. I thought one person I'd be able to come to a show and one person would support me or at least be on my side. We were so good before the show about aces and now you've hurt me. Oh, I don't know about you, but I, I'm great right now. <laughs> I just had oh, to do it. I'm so sorry. Great. Okay, for my next, <laughs> for my next pick, I'm picking my course. Um, and I am uh, picking. This is the tough one. There's a lot. Um, I'm probably picking Silver Creek. Well, I know it's not going to be Highbridge. Silver Creek. Any- Actually, you know what? Ooh. Silver Creek. <laughs> I, almost, I, almost, that- I almost did it so that no okay, one else- I have a problem with this pick. Why? I have a problem Why? with this pick. Because it's a dream day. It's a fantasy yeah, land. So, yeah. Pick something on your bucket list that's like not feasible. Like we can drive to silver any day. That's my problem with. But he loves it. Don't be yucking his. No, you know what? I'm not supporting anybody on this show. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, don't get salty. (laughs) Tell me your next thing, Matt. And I. No, it's not my turn. Don't wait my turn. Otherwise, I'll get bodied even harder. Yeah. Well, when the time comes, I'm letting you know. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. Okay. Done, Michael. Like you've no, got five I've, now. That, I've got four. No. I'm the last pick. Okay. 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 So I got snack or drink left. Um, when it okay, drink. Gatorade already got yep. taken, even though mine is the G Fit the hydrate. Um, I'm gonna go in the opposite direction of hydration. I sell. I sell Gatorade. Those are two different products. Okay. Well. Regardless, I'm going to go the opposite direction and dehydrate myself, and it would probably have to be a Voodoo Ranger. I'm going to let my hair down, Ooh, have yeah. some fun. Uh, now, is that all years, or good. is that just Voodoo Ranger? I'm, I'm, I enjoy most is of that, them. Are, are we just saying uh, no? Um, well, I would say I would say I would see Voodoo Ranger is like Gatorade. It's like if he's picking, like there are That's multiple true. Voodoo That's Ranger. True. Variants, so he's picking Voodoo, Voodoo Ranger. Ranger. Okay. Boom. But it is a fantastic beer to have on the course because it's light mm-hmm. and refreshing, and that is not a free ad. That is literally on their website. Mm-hmm. Read it right off there. <laughs> Read All it. Right. Um, I am going to go. I've been to that brewery. So fun. What happened to Big no fun. free ads? Okay. Um, so I am going to go with. That was an experience. Um, my course, I believe I have. Um, and I'm going to go with Harmon Hills in Tennessee. Um, not a super beautiful. Oh, have you seen it? It's it's. Uh, I, yep. lo- I love the course. It is probably my. 
I told you. I'm all proud. But beautiful course, rolling hills, um, long shots, uh, really amazingly beautiful course. Um, must play if you're in the East Tennessee area. Is it more wooded or open? Uh, it's a good, what, it's what a good mix. It's got some like? open, longer holes, um, and then some uh, tightly wooded fairways as well. 27 total holes. Oh, nice. We laughed at. All right, Ben, close yeah. out your draft. I am uh, going to go – I mean, I'm closing it out. So I'm going to go um, course first. I'm going to go Maple Hill just because it's at the top of my bucket list. And I've played it in Birdie. I've seen it on coverage. It's just like the last thing with Maple Hill that I need to do is like actually play it. And there's a guy that plays a league here in Green Bay who – coincidentally his name is also ben um but he went out there last summer and came back and just said it was like heaven like he said it was like a out of body like holy experience and that like everybody needs to do it um and then closing it out with my beverage and arnie paul lee yeah we love that nice love it best late round pick for sure good Mm -hmm. Um, yeah Surprise are still available. If we're it was my honest, it was my number two. It was my number two. So um, great pick there. Um, I finish up with my walkout song, and uh, I'm very big into like songs that hit like right away, very much. Um, and it is Duel of Fates, and it is uh, from Star Wars: Phantom Menace. <laughs> and uh if you don't know what it is look it up it's, it hits super hard right away um and i don't take very long to like throw my shots so i don't need a full like full song so i'm just gonna say since i've had to comment off of every one of your choices so far 110 percent back it just because it's star wars related yeah. so thank you for your contribution thank you for kind words for once on the show <laughs> hey hey I can, I can do, I can do it. One of us can. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> okay. All right. It's my turn, yeah. right? Okay. Well, my number one snack is definitely got to be the jalapeno Pringles. Ooh. Takes up a lot of space in the bag, but most definitely worth it. I feel like that's my... My G Fuel, you know, ready to go. Going to be doing some stuff. Yeah, Nice. And I'm closing out this draft with my snack of choice, and it's going to be pistachios. Ooh. Is it like a specific flavor? Um, There are some pistachios that you can do like chili, hot chili. And then there's also ones that you can do some uh, honey roasted. Some pistachios and yep. those hit, um, but yeah, the, I think of those as state fair uh-huh. donuts. Yeah, the chili, the chili roasted or the honey roasted, either one, you can't go wrong. And I mean, also just like regular salted pistachios, like those hit, and they pack a good little bit of protein. They got some sustenance. They keep you going. But yeah, the good stuff. 
All right, Michael, you want to run back yeah. in these picks, and then we'll do some we'll do some honorable yeah. mentions. Uh, all right, Ben in the number one spot, first overall pick, the champ as his doubles partner, pick and trail mix for his snack, Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes for his walkout song, Maple Hill for his course, and an Arnie Palmy to drink, a nice beverage, you know there, Matt. Sounds like a good That's day. A great day. Matt, picking jerky. Number one overall. Yeah, you didn't tell us. Like teriyaki, peppered. Uh, peppered. 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 Sure. Peppered's great. Uh, oh, Nate yeah. Sexton is his Solid. doubles partner. Drinking body armor, specifically the strawberry lemonade variant. Harmon Hills is his course. And Duel of Fates from The Phantom Menace is his song. Banger. Uh-huh. Big time. Caden <laughs> takes the North Las Vegas Municipal Disc Golf Course because it's got them lights and he can play as long as he wants. Mr. Rogers is mm-hmm. his doubles partner. <laughs> Wooly Bully is his walkout song. Voodoo Ranger is his beverageino of choice. And then them jalapeno prangles lighting a fire for his snack. I think that sounds like more of a rough day. <laughs> and you're in Vegas, so you're going to be doing a lot yeah. of things, too. So that yeah, could be rough. I didn't think that fully through. Uh, jalapeno, Pringles, and beer. That sounds like a lot of heartburn. That's like his his day is like you just played two rounds on Saturday and you're just looking to vibe on Sunday after the tournament. <laughs> It would be uh-huh. a good time, probably. Um, probably. Then, yeah. uh, for, for yours truly, uh, I chose Gatorade, Arctic Blast, Arctic Bliss, Blitz specifically, sorry. Uh, Paul Macbeth as my doubles partner. Bring Him Out by T.I. is my walkout song. Going to Silver Creek in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. That's my course. And Pistachios as my snack. Michael, I feel like you, I just saw Ben shake his head again. He you did. gotta defend. You gotta. You gotta defend the Silver Creek. Why is that your option that you're going with? Uh, during the summer, when you know you're not having a tournament and you know meeting up with some good friends, that's that's the course that we go to, and that's the one that's closest for all of us, um, besides one of one of our good friends. So that's yeah, you know, it just hits right for me because you know I get to see, hang out with my friends, and throw some good shots. 36 holes of disc golf, good mix of holes. Let's go, like, all day. And then, you know, no free ads, but for lunch, you go to the Fat Seagull. The owner, bartender, knows you know, knows what you're going to get before it's you've even sat down. It's the Love Me Tender Sandwich and the Hotties. So, Ben, this is why I wanted him to, to explain, because I knew it wasn't the course itself. I knew it was going to be Fat Spiegel. Yes. <laughs> yes. No free ads until someone gives us an ad. I can admit I've only played Silver Creek once and loved it. So I respect that, thank that you, call. Thank you. But uh, I think I, I need to have one of those experiences of, uh, you know, that love-hate relationship and maybe uh, – Chucking a glitch oh, out in Lake Michigan oh, or something. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm never gonna let it no, die. No, I'm never no. gonna let it die. It's back, it's back at MVP where it belongs. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I got a couple other ones if you need oh, one. I've, I've got a couple. I've got one as well. Super pretty one. I should give it to you. You you probably would use it more than me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hook me up. Hook me up. I, I will. <laughs> Well, we'll put a poll down there. Everybody will have to Kaden, uh, to vote Kaden, for who I need they you to Oh, we still got to run Cadence. I, I, I gotta get you to defend Mister Rogers, but besides, like him, he's got no disc golf ability. Nope. No, it's all that. It's it's nope. it's that all the it's, sure, it's all the atmosphere, man. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I am. Uh, I enjoy playing competitively to an extent, but. Uh, I am definitely an advocate for all of the other aspects of what the sport brings. So I wasn't really thinking about, you know, really the strokes <laughs> or anything. But uh, he would have, he would have had a blast with us on Sunday. You would have, specifically me. Oh man! For, yeah, for context. I'm, three, three of the four people on this podcast and the regular crew went to. Uh, Silver Creek uh, last Sunday with another one of our friends uh, and played uh, doubles. We played 18 of doubles of one set and 18 doubles of the other. Michael and I took it down the first 18 and then Matt and I were partners the second 18 and Matt was not feeling <laughs> being my partner down the stretch because Matt was like, I'm here for a good time. And I'm like, no, we're here to win. Pedal to the metal. Ben, ben and I had different philosophies of how we were going to get into the other team's head. Uh, he was very negative. And I was overly positive, and it just canceled each other out, and it did not work well. Oh, just flat. Ended up flatlined. Ended up uh, beating them by six, six whole macaroonies. Yeah, always hurts to take a bogey in doubles. Sorry, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does hurt to double. Hey, everybody's everybody's choice of play. Yeah, you know that does. changes, and it's mm-hmm. different for each person. I think that some of my best best golf is played when uh when I'm not really. I mean, I'm I'm paying attention to what I'm shooting and how I'm shooting, but uh, my main focus is having fun because I think that's when I end up actually Booyah. playing the best. Booyah. for sure. Well, we'll drop the uh, we'll drop the poll. Everybody vote for who had the best draft board. Um, I forgot to I forgot to take a look uh, to see how we're doing how how that was going um, on the Ooh, other yeah. poll, so I can pull that up quick. Um, to see last or to see how our starter pack uh, oh, oh yeah. Um, but last time, where were we at? Uh, Matt was Matt winning. Somehow yeah. was winning magnet, with a soft geez. magnet. Yeah, um, 50%. I don't have to give any more free ads to the soft magnet. Everyone knows how I feel. <laughs> but before we head into our um, buy or sell, is there anything else you guys kind of wanted to to talk about? This week, anything you guys wanted to kind of mention, talk about disc golf wise, just a broad discussion, kind of just shoot from the hip tonight. Uh, you know, we kind of flew through our yeah, main segment there. Uh, Kaden, what do you got going on? Let's talk. Let's talk to you. You're our guest of honor. What what we got going on at the the summer at the shop? What do we got going on in in the door disc golf world? In the door disc golf world, we've gonna we're gonna have some uh, flex tourneys going on. Uh, throughout the summer um we've got a really awesome employee that's been doing a really good job kevin really excited to see how things are going with him uh since he started last week 
Me and, and Kevin's mom are best friends, by the way. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Uh, only because Kevin's mom said my uh, my frenemy. Well, no, he's not really my frenemy. He's my enemy. Uh, Joel Freeman. He said Joel Freeman's mom. Or Joel, he said, Kevin's mom said Joel Freeman looks like a failed magician. <laughs> That's a hot take right there. <laughs> that is a hot take. <laughs> but it's the truth. That's awesome. But anyway, you can keep going. But Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's a great guy. I love Kevin. Good buddy at, at Disc Golf Putting League. And he's already crushing it. I've seen him post some stuff on social about some, some of the new stuff coming in. Yeah, some really, really cool stuff. Um, yeah, just really excited. Uh, some some changes in the displays. Shane has made some really nice displays for the storefront and everything. And uh, it's all handmade from wood. Really good quality stuff, uh, allowing us to get some more product in there. Um, in terms of what's coming in the summer, you know, it, I feel like it's uh, pretty fluid unless it's unless it's on the schedule. Um, it's always busy, you know. More orders, more fresh, fresh new stuff. So, I mean, the most recent thing that we had gotten is a pretty big Lone Star order, and. Uh, being another member of that Ranger team, I ended up doing a couple of impulse buys and uh, we ended up doing some pretty cool hot stamping. Oh, yeah, we did. So, yeah, and I think uh, personally in the disc golf world, uh, the story of the summer is going to be the relationship I'm going to be building with uh, the Mockingbird and my Texas Ranger. Yeah. It's going to be special. It's gonna be special. Beauty. It's gonna be beautiful. Well, so we so we go up there to Wildberry and play with the Kadonki himself, and he splashes out of chains <laughs> from what two hundred feet with the Texas Ranger. Nasty. Yeah, and they screamed like a banshee. It was screaming. He, he was stretching out, throwing it all. <laughs> Blew yeah, up didn't know, I couldn't even see it. Didn't know what was going on. <laughs> But it was it was fun. Really it was fun. a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have to get something going, and, and uh, maybe I can take along with you guys down to Silver Ooh, Creek yeah. once, and oh yeah, maybe distract you guys, sing some share, you know, keep it I'd interesting. I'd be honored. I'd be absolutely honored. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. Right on. All right, final results of the poll on the best starter pack. Uh, taking it with 57% of the vote, Matt. Uh, hats off to you, friend. Uh, I had 29% of the vote, and Michael had 14% of the vote. So, Matt, you can decide a punishment for Michael if you want, because he finished uh, last. We'll work that out. We'll figure that out. I love out. it. Yeah. Who knows? We're, I'll think of something. Awesome. We can work on it together. We'll make it a group effort. I really oh, want it to be time. really yes. want it to be a terrible punishment. So work on it together. Well, hopefully, hopefully by the next next round we have some sort of uh, of punishment or something uh, for Michael as he he is the loser. Um, Think hard. Probably, man. I mean, probably he he's such a big Paul McBeth fanboy, so he'll probably have to do something that's uh, like something. Po- Paul McBeth related have to or put have all, to like have to put all put Ken Climo disc or in something like that. Yep. I guess Ooh. I got some Kenny Climo rates that I could uh put into my bag and they go pretty far. 
Ooh. We'll figure it out. We'll come back with it. Um, we got we got to put some thought into this. We got to put some thought into this. We can't just like let it let it roll, no. you know. Um, but yeah, so that congrats to Matt uh, on taking it down. Um, no, thanks we'll to us, soft, thanks magnet. to all of our all eight of our listeners. We appreciate you. Boo. There's more than that. There's more than eight, but we have to take out our listens, and then and then it's probably eight. <laughs> okay. This is this is why you get bodied because you're not optimistic. Be optimistic, guy. Yeah. Come on. All right, gentlemen. It's everybody's favorite time of the week. We're wrapping it up. Buy or sell. Who's going first? I mean, should we just start off with me right away and we can just get the bodying out of the way yeah. and then we can finish the show on a, Why on a decent note? Why yeah. right. not? Cool. Let's, I'll get a suplex ready. Um, so we all saw last year that uh, Eagle was working through some injuries, doing all that kind of stuff. Um, and he started throwing left-handed. Um, and I've dabbled around with it a little bit too, but kind of the, the, say, the, the talk around disc golf and, um, and because of that is – um, are more people going to start being ambidextrous when it comes to disc golf? And is that the future of disc golf? Okay. So the take is, is the future being, is the future of disc golf ambidextrous? The, the, the fu- no, sorry. The future of the disc golf is ambidextrous correct. by ourselves. Yes, correct. Uh, okay. So I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell as well. Can I hold it or something? Because <laughs> I've I've played some league nights with uh, with someone who is ambidextrous, and whenever they showed up, they were able to pull out a lefty throw that just made my head hurt and uh, made me very jealous of not being able to throw with my left hand as well. But the people who are very solid with their main, you know, with their dominant hand. I mean, if you're unstoppable with, with your primary hand, it's going to be game over. So hold. <laughs> hold. Seems like a sell to me. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I guess. yeah, I'm selling. I'm trying just to be because, nice now. I'm selling just because like, it's just such an anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like it's just more of like a party trick to me and out of necessity. And like, that's why I just don't think that it's like, like, like Eagle did it out of necessity, not because like it was like he was just trying anything out or he was trying to get an advantage. I mean, it just has worked out and he still just used it. But yeah, that's why I'm selling is is that it's, it's you, the people that do it are just doing it out of necessity and not yeah. for funsies. Yeah, yeah, no one. I mean, I've, no one's thinking like, oh, I'm gonna go practice my lefty backhand because I need to practice my le- lefty backhand. They're going out because like. I don't have another choice. I've got to do this. Which I mean, same with you. Like you were just like, I want to play disc golf still, so I'm gonna I'm gonna practice with my left hand so I can just be out there. Right. I think there is some truth though to being like sometimes a like a lefty backhand like is better than a righty forehand. Like I, like I think in certain scenarios, like the shots aren't exactly the same. Um, but I think there's I think you can put some different lines if you, if you were to get those evenly. So um, do I think it gives you an extreme advantage? No, but um, you know, just a, just a possibility of, um, you know, we've seen one player on tour utilize it. Just curious if you guys thought, you know, if it was. 
it's an opportunity for a much uh, a wider oh, yeah. variety of shots. Yeah. Not a complete body. No, I know. No. I was just kind of no. like checking no. myself to see if I was still all together. Like, I feel good. Are you sweating? I feel decent about that. <laughs> okay. By yourself. We all know that this podcast is a Maria Oliva stand. Um, Maria Oliva getting an elite series win this year. By herself. Bye, baby. I think that there's just a couple. I think she's. I think she's going to come into her own. I think she's really started to climb over the last couple of events, and I think like as the the season kind of carries on and the field kind of works itself out as far as like who's consistent, who's you know playing well as the courses kind of develop, who's in it and who's out of it. Like, yeah, I'm buying it. I don't know which one, but I think she's I think she's grabbing one. Maybe a silver event, but I think. She, wait, I, did you say I elite said, or did you I say two or elite. I said elite. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought he said I thought he said uh um, I said elite. Urban. Either way, I still think she's getting okay. an elite series. I think she's getting one. I don't know which one she's getting. Maybe D Glow. She throws far enough to get D Glow. Yeah. If she's got the consistency, you know, if I I think I, I, I would buy it. Yeah. If she's got the consistency since she can pump it out there. I mean you got the distance, you got a leg up on everyone else already. Truly. So, yeah. All right, Matt. Um, I am going to buy as well. Thank um, I thought that she could. Um, well, yeah, it would have been absolutely bodied if I would have sold. But, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm going to buy. Darn um, She She's got a lot of talent. Um, and right now, like we've talked about multiple times in the show on how good the FBO field is really getting. Um, and I think that FBO field, um, you know, especially now that Kristen's back overseas, I don't know when she plans on coming back, but, um, you know, I think that she could, um, she could sneak one in. I'm not picking her to win anything, but I think she could sneak one out. Okay. You wouldn't be too surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if she won, but that's, that's about anybody in that like top seven of FBO right now. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if any of them, even like you're looking at top 10. I wouldn't be surprised if someone in that field popped off or snuck off a win. Like, it, it's easily possible. This is a good kind of follow-up to this. Is who who's the FPO player that needs an elite series to win the most? Like, maybe they've won one, maybe they haven't, and they haven't won in a while, or maybe they haven't won, or who needs one the most? Um, I'm going to say go- maybe a hotter take. I think Kristen needs one. Kristen Tatar needs one only because um, mm. I think that like, everyone still thinks that she's kind of on top, but I think she needs it more for herself than she does for like everybody else. Um, you know, she's homeboy. She won one. An- another one. I would say, I would say she needs another, okay. another one. Um, she was on top for so long um, just to boost that confidence. I think she gets another one and she can, um, she'll roll for the next of the season, the rest of the season. A couple of bad events, get her, yes. get her in elite. It's and been then, a rough three oh, weeks. Hey, I mean, <sighs> lost that podium streak. It's all over. Got to rebound. Well, uh, people are talking about like how that might actually be pretty beneficial. Like she doesn't have that same like level of like pressure going in, and mm-hmm. she could just she could just go rock out and just absolutely blister the field. This next event she plays, who knows. 
Um, and for me, it's going to be Haley King. You know, yeah, yeah, like she's shown us the, she's got the ceiling higher than just about anybody else out there. But she's she's I think she also has to get it for herself because like winning USWGGC was great for her. But, you know, people question the legitimacy of that as a major because everyone yeah. in the FBO field, while they love it, they all questioned it as a major. Um, and I think that, yeah, she, she really wants an elite series to prove to herself and to everyone else that she's got it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It's because when she's oh, on she's, it, she's she, so good. She's had to trot. Yeah. She's, she's got some serious talent. Um, if I were to say anyone and, uh, this might be a little uneducated, but I would I would probably I would have to say the double P mm-hmm. Paige Pierce. Yeah. Um I and when I was getting into the sport in terms of FPO, I mean, even up to what, a year, two years ago, she was the most dominant FBO player there was in the field. And uh I I feel like Kristen has taken mm-hmm. the mantle from her especially this past year and uh, you know, for the notoriety that's associated with her and everything that, you know, she's got to, she's got to almost maintain the dominance that she's had in order for her to stay as big as she was. Yeah, totally. She does have one already this year though, right? Austin. Yeah. 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 But silver. Yeah. But more. Or was it silver? No, open at Austin was an elite. No, oh, it was no, a tour. It was the Innova Open yeah. at uh, Texas, Texas State was, was silver. silver. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, okay. So yeah. yeah, where Calvin won MP55. <laughs> Did yeah. you guys see that? Do you guys know what I'm referencing? No idea. Nope. The yeah, belt. belt. So you know how at Texas State's the trophy's a belt <laughs> buckle? Oh, yeah. They handed Calvin the wrong belt buckle, and it said MP55 champion. That's awesome. I would want to keep it. <laughs> as, as that on the or wear it around town. Or what? Is he 24? Calvin's, Calvin's 27, Ooh. bud. He's 27, 28. Yeah, he's literally great. Yeah, he's Makes me feel great about myself. Ah. Um, and <laughs> my pick... My pick for who I think needs an FPO in the Wolves is Ella yeah. Hansen. Mm. She she needs it. She needs to prove herself. She's in her contracts up at the end of this year. An elite series would propel her and make her much more valuable. Yeah. I mean, she already is very valuable, but she could have something to go back to any manufacturer yeah. on and be like, I got one now. You know, she's just in the hunt. She throws far. She. Just didn't close in Waco, but it'd be awesome to see her take a couple yeah. down. For real, for sure. Yeah. All right, Kaden, Ben, give us your give us your buy or sales. Buy or sell. All right, buy or sell. I'm gonna have to say that uh, the Texas Ranger by Lone Star Disc is one of the most underrated mid-ranges 
out there. And maybe it's underrated because of the fact that it is a newer company, but I think that it should, I think it's on par with the buzz, a couple of other discs that I can't name off the top of my head right now. But uh, I think that that's one disc that belongs in everyone's bag. Yeah. Hex. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That basically right. swapped yeah. the hex. Um, I'm a. I'm a. I'm buying that. I feel like. I, well, I gotta. I have to. You know. So, just, just, I, <laughs> I don't obligated. make the rules. I'm uh, obliged to buy it. So for no, for no need explanation needed. Buy. I'm selling it purely, <laughs> purely just because of what you said. Like, still brand new. People are still gonna try and still be trying it out, testing it out, figuring it out, um, and give it like. Do you want to no, throw one tomorrow? No, no, I I'll give it to you. To. I got my bag set. Don't you worry. Um, yeah, it's uh, a bunch of six time. Uh, no, everything. that's not true any at all. I don't have any six time anything in my bag. Thank you very little. Yet. Um, no. Uh, so. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll jump oh, in. I'm going to oh, sell yeah. for no, the no, same no. reason that. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I figured Fish it out. Um, give it like three, four years of being out in you know in the sale you know the sales world, and if then people are still not using it, I think that then you'll have it. But for right now, since it's still so new, I I think so. It's yeah, sell it. I'll take it. Um, I'm going to sell you, as well um, for the same reason. Um, but just that that slot of mid-range has so many, like, exactly same, like, quote-unquote, flight number type discs. And they all, I mean, you, you could say they all fly the same, or you could say they all fly, the diff- like, fly different, too. It just There's so many molds in there, and, like, everybody feels like they're... Um, their 5.5 Neg 1.1 disc is the best mid-range and the most underrated mid-range out there. And, you know, I, I just I just feel like really what it comes down to with those kind of discs is how it feels in your hand. Like, if the disc feels great yeah. in your hand, um, then that mid-range is going to be the one that you go with, whatever the, you know, if whatever 5.5 Neg 1.1 disc you have. So, um, I've thrown it before. I think it's a great disc. I uh, need to try one in Alpha, but... Um, my Bravo one's just a little bit too, too gummies. Okay. All right. Well, I got 25% and it was an obligatory 25%, but I'll take it. <laughs> yes. All right. Lead us home. All right. Buy or sell. You should have to make at least three attempts in various forms of communication to return somebody's disc before you can do whatever you please with it. Three attempts. Uh, does this include maritime law? <laughs> no. So that, like, that's excluded? For, okay. So any disc found in water is completely up? Yeah. Just up for grabs if I find it, I keep it. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy that. Um, I'd even, I'd even buy up to like five times, probably. I knew that this was just gonna be a, a huge buy, but it's more yeah. of a discussion topic that I want to talk about. That I think that there are just so many scumbags out there that I hate when people are like, "I found a disc. Tell me what it is, and you can get it," or "Tell me what hole you lost it on, and I'll give it back to you." 
No, just post that you found a blue Texas Ranger at this course. Tell me if it's yours, and I'll give it to you. So, Why? Because then you did the right <laughs> thing, and then whoever snatched it up either got their disc back, or if they snatched it up, then they're going to have bad karma forever. Yeah. That's the way. So I, I guess, let, can, we, can I clarify the question? Because I'm thinking about selling. Are you saying that you, we should contact them three times on three different various platforms? Or... Are you saying no, I should reach out to three them times, three times, but at least try something different? Like if they don't respond to a text, maybe give them a call. Or if they don't answer a call, maybe shoot them a text. Or if they have their full name on there and they're not answering anything, maybe you find, try and find them on Facebook. Or if they like, you find them on Facebook and they're not answering because of like privacy settings, maybe mm-hmm. post in the group that's like, hey, does anybody know Tom Smith? I have his disc, you know. So I am making a valid effort because I feel like no one makes valid efforts. See, and I'm 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 buying like two max. I'm buying the text or the phone. I'm I'm buying text. I don't call people in general, so I'm not calling somebody. And then I'm buying the like post on Facebook, post in your local like group or whatever. Um, you talked, I believe it was like the first or second week of our podcast about not trying to help people find discs in like in that show. Why would you take more of yeah, it? If I stumble, if I stumble upon a disc, this is the difference. If I stumble upon someone's disc, I'm going to get it back to them. But in a tournament play, that's different. And my, you can go back and my, and and my, my thing is, is I don't myself. feel like I'm going to, like, I have plenty of other things that I have to do in a day. I'm not necessarily concerning myself. If I reach out once, send you a text message and then post it on Facebook, I'm really, so I'm buying, yes, you should reach out to them and try to get it back to somebody but I'm selling three times or more. Fair. All right. Well, if Matt finds your disc, you're not getting back. So, okay. I think, I think we can add another layer to this and be like, how long do you give them to respond before you try that next method of communication? At least 48 48 hours. hours. Okay. I'm game. Match like twenty four hours. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm just not going to like the person (laughs) gave like the person like was probably looking for their disc and gave up on it and was done and already has it out of their mind. I, I feel like I'm doing them as like a service by, Hey, I have your disc. How would you like me to get it back to you or, you know, help you out, post it on Facebook. Like I've made a concerned effort to try to get the disc back to you at that point. If you're just not going to check your social media or not respond to a random number, like that's, that's on you. Like I've, I've tried two forms of, how to get it. Like, I'm not, I'm not going any further than that. And I, I can be the, I can be the selfish guy, but I just don't think that like, if you're, if you're going to throw an extra disc and leave it on the fairway or leave it, leave it somewhere, or you're going to give up on a disc, you've taken that and you say, Hey, I've lost it. And you, I'm hoping that somebody will message me back and get it. I'll get it back. Yeah. Hey, Michael. Do you think those black discs behind him were just ones he found on the course and didn't make a concerned effort to get him back to people? <laughs> no, I, I know he's... Oh, I, can't, can't get no, he won them. He won them. He earned he, 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 he won them. I just need... <laughs> I haven't even seen one of those in person. <laughs> I didn't until I found that one at Silver Creek. Right. There oh, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely kidding. Can't confirm. PDGA number two, nine two one one one. No free ass. <laughs> there you go. I I also I would buy it. I would buy it at three. 
but I think that would be my limit. Um, we have, you know, as, as a store, we get a lot of discs sent to us. And if there is a phone number on them, we are going to reach out to them. We're going to post on our account. And, um, you know, there's a lot of instances where we do not get any sort of response or they don't pick up. Um, so after a certain period of time, you know, what are you going to, what are you going to do with these, this stack mm -hmm. of lost used unclaimed discs, you know? So, and personally, if I find a disc, especially when I'm traveling on the road for work, um, I'm going to, regardless of where I am, I'm going to call and maybe leave a voicemail, but I'm only in that location for so long. So after that, if I don't get in touch with them. I'll probably just leave it at the course or something like that. And that would be in the voicemail. So three would be my cap. I just want to clarify before we go any further. We found a disc at Silver Creek this weekend. I was the person to text them. And then we dropped it off at the local bar where they keep the disc right across from the court. So I'm not a bad guy when it comes to this. Okay. I just you feel like there's diligence. a limit. Peer pressure. There were peer pressure. There, there were, were three people, people in the car with you. Who knows what you were? Which no one, on which own. no one else wanted to text the person. I was the one. The driver was the one who had to text. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had the disc in my hand, and I was taking my shoes off and loading my bag, and I was going to text the human, and you just said, "Hey Ben, did you text him yet?" And I was like, "Not yet. I'm taking my shoes off," and you said. Okay, and then you grabbed it and did. No, that's perfect. I just wanted it on record that I was the one that someone else said I was the one who reached out and told somebody. <laughs> he didn't reach out. He was searching on eBay what the resale value was. <laughs> it, it was. It was. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of it was kind of scary that you knew that from that far. <laughs> all in all, return yeah. the discs that you find. You know, regardless, if you find something, reach out to the person. Whatever your limit is, just don't hold on to the disc. Yep. Well, that sounds like a good way to end it. Uh, anything else that anybody wants to say as we wrap it up here? There's no spoilers in Life Sparts. Keep it sub. No spoilers in Life Sparts. No spoilers in Life Sparts, as we always say. Uh, like us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Drop us a like. Uh, make sure you vote in the poll for who had the best draft board for the best disc golf day. Um, we'll catch you next week if you're going to be – well. It'll be over, but uh, we hope that we saw some people that we knew that listened to our show mm -hmm. up at springtime. Make sure you go to doordiz.com for all of your disc golf needs, wants, hopes, dreams, all that good stuff. That's where you can catch Caden uh, on the weekends sometimes. Um, that's all we got. Keep it subpar. No spoilers in live sports. Keep on dreaming. <laughs>